My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and Happy New Year. Since this is the first episode of 2019, today's guest, Mary-Kate Lezzo, and I will be speaking about the intentions for 2019 and her journey as a recent grad. So let's get started. Hi, Mary-Kate. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? So great. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, uh, Mary-Kate and I go way back. Uh, A 2018 grad of Monmouth College. Uh, my friends, my student worker for a few of those years. Um, it's great to have you on the show. It is fantastic to be here. So excited. For those that don't know you very well, uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, just a little about myself. I, as Jake said, I graduated from Monmouth College this past spring uh, with my degree in business administration and relations. Um, so that's the field I wanted to be in after I graduated more marketing, advertising, PR stuff than anything else. Um, I was your classic over-involved, uh, underslept, uh, just, I was that, the girl who was running from meeting to meeting in college and I loved every minute of it. Um, you know, I was all over the place running around like a crazy person, but uh, that's just part of my personality. Um, you know, I, I'm big into the MBTI personality types, so I'm an ESFJ, in case anyone cares. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just have that outgoing personality that, you know, I like to be talking to people all the time, so that's just a little bit about me. So it makes perfect sense that you were on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I'm yeah. a I'm a big fan of leadership. Uh everything, anything. Leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Right up my alley. That's great. Thanks, Mary Kate. Absolutely. Uh you know, I was uh I was just nerding out with somebody about uh MBTI preferences, but I can't remember for the life of me who. Awesome. But you uh but I uh, told people that as an ENFP, I like super extrovert my feelings just kind of all over the place. Right. And so that's something to work on in 2019, I guess. Absolutely. As yeah. a DSFJ, I have a whole lot of feelings just yeah. <laughs> everywhere, up and down yeah. the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. So you said uh, that you were the one to kind of like run from meeting to meeting uh, all the time in undergrad. Yeah. So, um, when you started your first job out of undergrad, what did you do after you were done? Like, think um, back, think back to that day. Uh, I came home and I was like, is this it? Like, is this all I have to do for the day? Like, yeah. I don't have to, uh, go to a meeting and sit there and realize it was like it could have been done as an email uh or just go to some sort of like fun event um i miss like the fun events like you know like playing kickball or or with another organization or 
um, just like the fun stuff. Right. But um, it's nice because like I'm getting paid to do work as opposed to like paying to do work. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I completely understand that. You know. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my first day out of undergrad. <clears throat> or my first job out of undergrad, I was, uh, well, as you know, I was at Monmouth uh, as a live-in hall director. And I walked from my office to my apartment. I was like, oh my gosh, it's just like, you know, walking the the streets of Monmouth College uh, all over again. And then I got back to my place and I was like, all right, well, you know, I got to get ready for, for the, yeah, for that thing. And then I just went home and I sat uh, in my living room. I looked around my apartment and like I cracked open a book. I was like, I don't have anything else going from like five to one every time. So right, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I've been trying to do too. It's just like fill my time with like something productive. Um, right, I've been working out a lot. Uh, like I really don't mean to flex that by any means. <laughs> I really don't. Cause... Uh, I'm not like avid like like weight lifter or anything, but right. uh, like there's absolutely no shame in doing something to make yourself feel better about. No, yourself. no, absolutely, absolutely. So, that's I, I yeah, that's that's great. Uh, you know, teach me your ways because I have needed to get back into the gym forever, um, and I tried for uh, quite a while. I was eating healthy. I was going to the gym after work every day with Max and like, you know, just living my best life. Uh, And then grad school hit me like a ton of bricks and I stopped. I made all the excuses not to go to the gym. Right. I think like the big thing that gets me to go, and this sounds weird, but it's like you just have to get dressed to go. Like Mm. you need to just put on your workout pants. Everyone has a pair. Uh, I just, like, I need to, like, get dressed to go to the gym. And, like, once I'm dressed, I'm like, all right, I'm committed. I'm here. I'm doing this thing. And it's like, you don't want to, like, get ready to go, put your shoes on, and then just be like, "Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go put my pajamas on. It's like you've already, like, I feel like 90% of the work is, like, getting yourself ready to go. And then, like, you're, like once you're in the car, you're like, oh, I'm not going to turn around. I might as well just go, you know? So, yeah. It's like once you're there, I go to um, a gym near my house. Uh, it's called Charter Gym. I think they're, like, mostly in Chicago. Um, they have a thing on the door that says, like, when you walk in, it's like, this is going to be great. And it's like, and it's like, it says it's like from you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then, yeah, there's another sign when you're walking out that says, that was great. And I'm, every time I walk out, I'm like, you know what? That was great. That was a great time. And it's like, you never regret going either. It's like, this is one of those things. It's like, I don't regret like running that mile or whatever. So mm. it's just one of those self weird motivator things. No, no, that's great. Uh, for me, I uh, have the exact opposite reaction. Oh. Uh, and so uh, I don't actually immediately regret going to the gym. Uh, it's like the next day because I have the body of like an 84-year-old man. Uh, and so it's like everything hurts and it's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an experience. But like it's almost like you need to like frame it in a way it's like yes like I worked out my muscles and they hurt but it's like a good hurt it's not like 
some like kid kicked you in the shin where it's like yep that hurts I re- like like that is a painful like thing but it's like yeah like my muscles hurt like they're doing their job they're burning burning calories or whatever getting stronger so yeah. well let's just let's just add that to the list of things Jake McLean has to work on in 2019 it's okay yeah so uh other than going to the gym uh tell us uh what you've been up to since uh since you graduated um okay so I graduated in May so I've been out of school for like seven and a half ish months I don't know just about pushing eight um I've just been working mostly um I work as a marketing communications and event coordinator uh, for a small nonprofit um, orchestra in the Southland of Chicago, uh, and I really enjoy it because it's exactly the field I want to be in and I'm getting experience I want to be getting. Um, so that takes up a lot of my time, especially the event side of it, because there's a lot of like weekend events and nighttime events that take up a lot of my time. Sure. Um, and a lot of just like uh, side meetings, committee meetings, all that, uh, which I really enjoy going to because everyone I work with and work around uh, are all excellent people um, that I really enjoy spending time with. So that makes my job a lot nicer and a lot easier. Um, but other than that, I um, I had a couple friends move back to Chicago um, within the past like couple months so it's been nice to uh spend time with people and you know uh i've just i've been catching up on netflix shows that i've been wanting to watch for about four years that i just haven't mm-hmm. um, and just you know uh spending time with people is a big thing too um you know if there's an event for Monmouth in Chicago. I'm always like the first person to sign up because I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Um, but yeah, just kind of making plans to see people mostly. Is, yeah. Uh, a lot of what I've been doing. Yeah. As a true extrovert. Uh, yeah. 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 I, fe- I feel that. Absolutely. So uh, working uh, for the orchestra. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of, uh, events, uh, things, uh, what kind of things are going on with the orchestra that you get to go to? Um, a lot of fun stuff. Obviously the concerts, uh, obviously, um, we have a bunch of concerts throughout the year that there, there's a lot of work that goes into them that, you know, you don't really realize, uh, until you're like in, in the trenches and the depths of planning everything. Um. But there's a lot of really great fundraisers throughout the year. Uh, we have a big gala that we're planning in April. Um, that again, just you know, just it's just a whole lot of planning that goes into it that you don't realize that there's so much back end stuff. Um, that you know, I thought I, I knew how to plan an event when I was in college, you know, with my sorority. Uh, but you know, you never realize the scale of what you're trying to do so there's a lot of nice fundraisers um different groups of people through that are involved with the orchestra get together um for different reasons you know we have different levels of donors who have different kinds of events um 
a lot of appreciation events uh, for high level high level donors. Um, what else do we have? Um, we have a lot of events and a lot of things for kids as well. Uh, our music director is really great. Uh, and has does a lot of community outreach um, with students in local high schools where he goes in and directs a rehearsal, which is really nice and really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, that's, it's really cool. That sounds great. Yeah, so it's a lot of fundraising, a lot of community work, um, and it's all stuff I really enjoy doing and working with. Yeah, and I've seen uh, pictures and things of, uh, like, what was that uh, last, like, fundraiser? You've made different pieces for them. and uh, oh, I'm sure I did. What, what, uh, no, what was the event? It was, like, Merlot and something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have, uh, we have a group, like a subgroup, I guess, called, uh, that's, like, a younger group for... Um, people like 35 to 50 because we're trying to break into the younger group um, of, of our patrons. And so we're doing um, event, an event called uh, uh, Merlot and Mozart at a local winery, um, kind of like in the south suburbs. And it's just like a nice event where uh, we bring in musicians and they kind of play back and forth and someone might do a more contemporary rock piece and one might do a more classical piece and then there's wine and there's food and it's just a really good fun event for people to socialize and network so that's that's my kind of party right right yeah (laughs) uh so uh have you been to your first like orchestra concert yeah yeah so our season started back in october that was the beginning um and we had a huge dinner right after um which uh part of my uh, position is to do the events so that was like you're like you have to uh work on this big old event and basically make sure it like goes off okay i'm like all right excellent i've never done this before but i'm just gonna do it um so that day i will that's one of those days where you will just never forget <laughs> like any minute of that day because it was just like one of those days where it's like oh my god like what do I do what do I do what do I do it was just one of the biggest learning days I think I've had um since I've started this new job where um you know not that anything went terribly or things set on fire but it was just like oh this is how you do this this is what it looks like um and you know things it's it's simple stuff like learning when to show up to set things up and you know things like making sure place cards for dinner are put in alphabetical order you know simple stuff like that but you know if you've never done if you've ever tried to put together a dinner or a party or ever like be a part of a performance like this you wouldn't know otherwise so it's just so much learning that goes on um and I've had two other concerts after that. So our season is seven main classical concerts. And then we have um, a summer series as well that are smaller. Um, so we're about halfway through our season right now, which is kind of hard to believe because 
I mean, it's, it's just crazy. I started right before the season started, which was probably the craziest time. Um, but, you know, I tell people, I'm like, you know, I just nosedived right into the deep end and just started swimming, which, you know, is the best way to go about things if you're crazy. I mean, even if you're not crazy, that's, uh, that's still a great way to learn. Absolutely. Uh, um the story in no way compares to that. But uh, <laughs> one uh, winter break, I worked at a at a Target. Uh, oh God! But in like one of those seasonal jobs, you know, just to help pay the bills. Oh no! And uh, God, I trained and then started. Uh, my my first day was Black Friday. Oh good uh, Lord! And I was like stationed in the electronics section, which I didn't know at that time, but. Uh, I don't know if it's like this for all targets or what, but I worked. So when you work electronics, you also work uh, toys uh, and uh, God, it's like like the, like the seasonal stuff. Yeah. Like the DVDs, the uh, all the sound bar, like, you know, just like all the, all the stuff that's usually around electronics in the store. Uh, You uh, oversee it. Uh, they gave me, uh, they didn't give me any keys, but they gave me a walkie talkie. Oh. I did not know how to operate the walkie talkie, awesome. but, but my first shift started at 3am. Oh. Uh, and so it was black Friday, Jake McLean all alone in electronics from 3am to like seven, uh, didn't know how to work the walkie talkie. And so when people would call me back and like ask for things in electronics, I'm like, Yes, but I don't know how to answer you, so no. Uh, and yeah, uh, so talk about getting thrown into the into the fire pit. Basically, uh, like Black Friday, Target on Black Friday, and the electronics just like department might as well like you might as well be working in an open dumpster fire. Is basically what that sounds like to me. Yeah, so I I think I can handle truly anything uh, now that that has happened. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, great stuff so far. Yeah. Uh, so we're go, we're going into this new year, uh, mm-hmm. but before, uh, we get, uh, to 2019, let's talk about 2018. So if you had to like sum it up, what would you say? Um, I think this year, I, I I truly don't think I've ever learned more about myself in any other year the way I have 2018. Um, it just it makes you just just this year alone, just graduating college, having my first job, um, having some some major hiccups throughout the year, just for various reasons. Um, it was definitely one of the weirdest and one of the best years and. One of the most reflective years I think I've ever had. Um, you know, it's it started off really great. I think back to um, the service trip we went on uh, with the Stockdale Fellows uh, to Grafton, and that was definitely one of the highlights um, of our year. Um, and you know, just really solidifying solidifying a lot of my friendships uh, that really you don't think about until you graduate like who's important who can you like go maybe a couple years without seeing and you know who will always be people that you don't have to talk to every day but you know that they're going to be like your biggest supporters 
Um, and just realizing, I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I had it kind of figured out. Like, I felt good. I felt confident in myself, which, you know, is never terrible because you always want to, like, feel good about yourself. But uh, there were more times than not that I was, like, just, like, spat, like, just smacked, like, back on my butt. And I was just like, you don't you don't know yet you're you're still you're still cooking you're not done yet um and it's been a very good year it's been a productive year for sure um just a lot going on that's that's for sure yeah you know if you uh if you don't mind me asking i'm gonna i'm gonna dive a little deeper uh into that yeah so uh Think back to one of the times that you've, uh, as you said, got kind of slapped back. Uh, what happened? How'd you get through it? Those sorts of things. Sure. So, one of the big thing that big things that comes to mind was um, before I started the position that I'm in now. Um, I had like a kind of a weird temporary job that. Um, I was working just to, to kind of get me through um, that like hump of like I need to make money but I don't want to do this job forever kind of thing um, and it's like I'm still looking for that good job that will kind of like really kickstart my career um, I was working in a job that uh, kind of made me miserable uh, most days um, it just wasn't for me, it wasn't the kind of job I wanted to do. Um, and just kind of be honest, like, it, like I didn't care for it the way I care about the job I have now. And that kind of showed with the people around me who like really know me and know my personality. Sure. Um, and like, you're not very happy. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> um, so that was kind of one of those things where you, I had to um really be honest with myself and be honest with the people around me um saying like you know you need to make some decisions that uh will kind of better your life (laughs) and make you happier um and just you know i know that's a very vague answer uh, but uh it's just so much easier to be honest with yourself with trying to just like advance your career in the way you want so i mean it was a good opportunity at the time um but you know sometimes you have to step away from good opportunities um that just aren't necessarily good for you and it was just one of those like uh really big self like taking a look back and looking at myself and saying like why don't you want to be here why don't you want this position why don't you want to be making money like this um and it's like, but I'm not, I'm not happy. I really don't like the work that I was doing. So it was one of those things where it's more like, okay, now you know you, what you don't want to do for the rest of your life. So um, it was kind of like going back to the drawing board kind of situation um, and kind of really reassessing what I'm doing and how I want to proceed with the rest of my year in terms of my career, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's one of those, uh, I think we always preach it at the college. It's, uh, 
it's going to be difficult to know right away what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so you got to try a few things and kind of put yourself out there and you'll learn quicker what you don't want to do. And uh, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, also, like another big thing, too, that really, um, now that I'm thinking, I'm like really thinking about it. Um, I had someone tell me uh, that the experience I had in my college in college uh, in terms of like my leadership and involvement didn't mean anything. Uh, and kind of how I, I mentioned earlier, I was super involved in college, you know, uh, I was in all the clubs, I was in all the things, you know, in the sorority, I was in running from place to place. And someone told me, they're like, yeah, that doesn't matter. And I was like, I was taken back, like, like clutch my pearls, kind of taken back. Cause it was like, what do you mean it doesn't matter like it means something to me like that's that was my life for four years I dedicated like a good chunk of my college career to doing all these extra things I mean I know um I mean college we go to college to learn and get a degree but you know you say it yourself all the time 85 percent of what happens to you in college is outside of the classroom so it's like how could you tell me it doesn't matter? So, and like, this was like someone I respected and an older adult too, uh, that told me this. And it was one of the first times I really had a moment where I was like, I don't agree with you. Like I was flat out. Like, I don't think you're correct, but I respect your opinion. Uh, and it was just like one of those things that kind of like threw me back a little bit that I was like, whoa, like, that's not an opinion I have, but okay. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think about uh, that sometimes. I think if you show it off, but you don't back it up with anything, then it gives people the impression that it doesn't matter. Right. So if you just, like, list off things that are on your resume that you did while you were an undergrad, like, that doesn't matter. But yeah. the... But like the skills that you've got, the uh, you know, the back, the backing up of that uh, kind of showing off, right? Is um, you know, here's why I know how to plan an event or mm-hmm. uh, resolve some conflict. Right. Absolutely, and that's yeah. the thing that I think a lot of people don't see and they don't catch because they're like. They see this list of things that I did, and they're like, oh, that's great. You were busy. It's like, no, but I, I learned. Like, I did things, and I, I put a lot of things. I put my whole self into a lot of things and got a lot out of it. I mean, my mom always tells me. She's like, you get out of things what you put into them. So it's like, I got all these experiences. I got how to, it's something as simple as I know how to have a conversation with someone. Uh, that might not be super pleasant. I know how to command a room of people because I've led meetings with people with over a hundred people sometimes. So, you know, it's it's life skills. It's it's stuff you can't get in the classroom. That uh, all these involvements and all these leadership opportunities kind of give you. Um, and sometimes people don't see that or recognize that, especially. If it's just on a, a line on a resume. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, closing the book on 2018, 
what are you looking forward to getting out of uh, 2019? Um, you know, I like that. Uh, you know, I'm, I was so used to having this. Okay, from it's 2019, January through May, I'm going to be in school, and then June from August, so I'm going to be working. I'm going to be doing the same jobs over the summer, and then from August to December, I'll be at school again. So, um, I. For the past 22 years of my life has been so structured like that. Um, and when I left college, that was probably not really looking back. It was one of the scariest things. It's like, what am I supposed to do for the rest of my life? Um, but now that, you know, I'm in a routine and I have an idea of what my days look like, but there's so much open room for opportunity. I think that's probably the most exciting part of it is that you know it's just a wide open book I mean you could write whatever story you want to write with it um and you know uh I'm making money I'm a quote-unquote adult uh so I can I can go see whatever I want I can do whatever I want which I think is the most exciting part is that there's just all this little bit of mystery with with this coming year um and there's so much open room for opportunity too which i think is the most exciting part because you never know what's going to happen i mean i look back at 2018 it's like i never thought that would happen or this would happen but it happened so i think um kind of waking up every day and what's like all right what's going to happen today um it's a really exciting way to look at a new year it's like you don't know what's going to happen but you're just going to go with it you know yeah, I'm just going to uh, roll with the punches. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, being open to all of the uh, mystery and intrigue of 2019, uh, what uh, what are you going to be more intentional about uh, doing? Um, so I think more intentional. I'm going uh, to take a everyone says this, take better care of myself and uh, my mental health and just the the space around me. Um, I think I am so, I'm very quick to throw myself into something, uh, get really involved with it, uh, just go guns blazing uh, just into something and then finish it, and then be like, oh my god, I'm so tired, <laughs> like, I need a break. Um, so I think that leads for me to get burned out pretty quickly, which I think I did to myself a lot in college. Uh, and, you know, we had fall break and Christmas break and all these nice breaks in college to give yourself time to relax and not feel as burned out, but it's like, okay, you work for the whole year now, you need to... Um, figure out and strike a balance uh, between um, throwing yourself into your work and just completely shutting down because uh, you need to find a good balance between those two things. And um, really thinking intentionally with how I spend my time. Um, I notice I spend a lot of time on my phone, uh, which is really dumb. I hate how much time I spend on my phone just scrolling through apps mindlessly um, just not doing that anymore. Um, you know, 
cracking a book every now and again. Uh, I used to be a huge reader in high school and early on in college, and then, you know, just life took over, and I haven't read like I used to, and I really want to get back into that kind of mode where, you know, I'm using my brain for good things. <laughs> not, not like that it's spending for bad things, but, you know, being more intentional with um, putting my time towards things that make me happy and better, <laughs> a better person. So, uh, and I want to do, I don't know if you've seen this yet, the new uh, show that came out on Netflix on January 1st, the, uh, the Marie Conde, Conde show, the, the no, I haven't tidy, seen it. Oh, uh, like tidying up your life. I can't think of it, the title, but I watched one episode on New Year's Eve, on New Year's day. And I was like, Oh my God, I need to just purge everything I own in life. <laughs> I need to fold every single shirt correctly. Uh, so that's like one of the big things on my list this year is to just really commit a good chunk of time to doing that and yeah. just really getting into like a good headspace mostly. Yeah. I mean, I think those are, those are great intentions to start out the year being more present, uh, you know, and even for yourself, I think is the, is the most important part because I, I you know, I, same kind of burnout feelings uh, from my own uh, undergrad experience and even in grad school. So uh, taking some, some time to be at peace with yourself and, you know, be more present with your friends and family. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, all, absolutely. All, all good stuff. Uh, so here's a million dollar question. Uh, you can answer for both uh, or either or. Uh, if you had to provide any words of wisdom to people who are either still in school or uh, struggling with the post-grad blues, what would you, what would you tell them? Okay. I'm going to answer both because I have obviously answers for both. Um, for students who are still in school, um, you know, you, you can't wait uh, for opportunities to come to you. Um, if you are in a club, in a sport, in an organization, fraternity, sorority, whatever the case may be, um, and you're in it, and you're like, I don't know if I like it or if I'm really into it. Um, you can't wait for those magic moments to come to you. You know, if the sport is really hard, like sports are hard. Like I give major props to student athletes because you know I don't think I do all of that um just because it's so much it's so much strain on your body so shout out to those student athletes out there but just really giving everything that you're in the best you can and just you know don't be surprised if you're not giving something your whole intention and you're not really trying or putting your heart into it don't be surprised if you don't like it you know uh take advantage of all the opportunities that come your way um people you know i talk to people about my college experience and they say like why did you do all of that like why what's the point and it's like i really thought about it it's like i never wanted to leave college and say i regret not doing 
whatever the activity is. I regret not doing the homecoming dance. I regret not being in the Greek Greek show. Like, I never wanted to miss an opportunity. Uh, is that also probably my rage and FOMO talking? Probably. Um, but, you know, just take advantage of the opportunities. They're there. You're never going to have a time in your life where you can just do whatever you want. Like, you have just time upon time, and I don't think people will realize that, or they'll say, but I have so much studying to do, or I have to do this or that. And it's like, yes, I, I understand that. And believe me, I, I get that from my whole heart with uh, setting those priorities for yourself on what's important, what's not, and the I'm too busy excuse does not <laughs> exist in my brain. Because... Uh, you're as busy as you make yourself and you take the opportunities, make them your priorities, and uh, you just you kind of fill your schedule that way. Um, but there's, it's, there's the priority at prioritizing what's important to you with what you're involved with and taking advantage of the opportunities around you. Uh, so you can walk across the stage of graduation and say, yep, I, I got absolutely everything I've wanted to get out of my college experience and I feel pretty confident in the fact that you know I, I I sucked the life out of every opportunity I could have in college so that's why you know Mammoth is so close near and dear to my heart because uh, I, I would do it all over again exactly how I did it honestly and uh, that's all I could ever wish for for someone who's still in school whether you're about to graduate in a couple months or you just finished your first semester just suck the life out of every opportunity and just really just go for it so there's well, that one we'll, yeah. we'll give uh give the listeners a quick second to find a tissue uh yeah. and and clear the tears just, just we'll let that one soak in for a sec right and so what about people uh fresh out uh, struggling with the post-grad blues. It's rough. Oof. Uh, you know, I I had a moment, like, not, like, just, like, a moment of, like, extreme panic, but, like, a light bulb went off. It's like, this is, like, like I'm an adult now, I guess. I don't know, because, like, I had to, like, ask people to do things. Like, I, I can go wherever I want now, I guess. I don't know. Um it's you're you have freedom in a different sense than you did when you just started college and the freedom is again you have so many wide open opportunities for you um but they're not contained on a college campus anymore it's like you literally have the entire planet as your opportunities that's why it's so intimidating and so scary um and with all these opportunities comes a lot of rejection at the same time. Um, you know, the most frustrating thing I think I encountered was, you know, I'd go on interviews and I'd talk to these people and they'd be like, oh, you're great. We really like you. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Give me the job. And they're like, oh, no, you just don't have enough experience. And I was like, but, but I just spent the last four years getting a degree and they're like yeah we get that you just don't have experience I'm like but okay how do I get experience then and so that was just the most frustrating thing um I think the big piece of advice is just you know don't let rejection get you down just 
find find an opportunity with every bad rejection or bad moment or every even good situations you know there's always room to grow and room to learn um and you know i think i i mean i, I feel like a common misconception is you know you spend all these years of your life getting your degree they hand you the diploma and you're like all right give me the job i'm qualified I'm like you're not qualified uh you know i would go into these interviews and they'd say okay what have you done it's like uh i i did a lot of papers i did uh some group projects and they're like no what content have you produced i'm like oh my god i haven't done anything so um it's not it's by no means like run and panic but also like think about what you can bring to interviews what can you bring to um prove yourself um in a different way you know if you do have experiences from clubs sororities organizations sports teams um whatever leadership uh skills you've honed for the last four years what can you bring that to uh, sure a job yeah just just really be persistent find find opportunity find something good in every single situation you can uh because that will keep you going through all the the bad times just know that there's there's always good uh coming around the corner and i think you you told me uh jake a couple months ago uh i called you and just like i uh, just uh just a panic i was like this stinks i don't know what i'm doing uh and for those of you who don't know uh jake is frequently on my speed dial because i just sometimes i just need uh just uh pull me back to earth because i'm losing my mind kind of situation uh but you told me like i know this sucks now but there's good things right around the corner and you don't want to believe it in time because you want to be mad in the situation that you're in which is perfectly perfectly acceptable be mad feel what you feel but just know that there's always good coming around the corner uh, no matter how bad or sucky things seem at the time and just be grateful when good things do come around because they will yeah that does sound like something i would say <laughs> all right well that's all the time we have uh thank you so much mary kate for being on the show thank you, you for having me yeah thank you yeah yeah no thank thank you and thank you uh listeners for tuning in to today's show uh, you can find uh, information about Mary Kate in the show notes uh, and learn a little bit more about the nonprofit organization that she's working with. But make sure to follow the podcast uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're soon to be on Spotify, but you can find us on iTunes, podbean.com, and on my website. Uh, subscribe to our mail list at my website, www.jakespeaks.org, for special rates if you're looking for a speaker or any coaching services. And you can follow me on Twitter at MC Leadership Guy. Until next time, take care.